Shut up and sit down. man the album's out today and it's already in the top 10 man i mean this it's doing insanely well i mean i'm sure did, i mean did you expect it to do this well i mean what does the success mean to you <laughs> it's, uh, it means i guess i'm a sellout because i've made the top 10 so <laughs> <laughs> well, no, uh, you know what it, it, look i'm very <laughs> lucky you know i i have two audiences i have a comedy audience and i have a hard rock and metal audience yeah um, I mean, obviously, you, you know, especially the metal audience, they're very, very loyal, like fiercely loyal. And, uh, you know, and I'm on a great record label, Metal Blade Records, who give me tons of support. So, you know, yes, I'm thrilled that it's doing well. But at the end of the day, man, I'm just really happy with the way the album came out. I think it's really funny. Um, and But I am glad people are digging it. Yeah, I've been listening to it at work lately a couple times. And... My boss, a couple times, like, what the fuck are you listening to? I, <laughs> well, it's for work. That's so. about right. <laughs> I'm just sitting there. I don't want you to get fired, dude. No. You know, just don't get yourself fired over me. Trust me. <laughs> no, I remember when I got the last Slipknot album. I was like, what are you listening to, Slipknot? Well, just uh, turn it down when people come in. Okay, cool. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, don't, yeah, don't, don't scare our customers. <laughs> right. Um, well, you did something different on this record. You... Um, you usually tell, you know, quick, you know, quick jokes, you did stories this time. A um, couple really good stories. The Kiefer Sutherland jo story and the Johnny Depp story are just outstanding to listen to. Um, and I had something similar to you with the Johnny Depp story. But, dude, that Kiefer Sutherland story, have you heard from Kiefer at all about, I mean, in response to that? I mean, because that is an awesome story. Well, no, I mean, uh, he, he, um, I guess he hasn't, he hasn't bought communication breakdown yet, but, uh, <laughs> if he does, he's probably not going to be thrilled that I told the story, but, uh, you know, for people who are listening, you know, the, I'll give you a little teaser. Um, you know, everyone obviously knows Kiefer Sutherland, the mm -hmm. actor, and most people know that he enjoys, you know, a cocktail or 20 when he goes out. <laughs> and, uh, so, you know, we ended up having a few hours of drinking time together yada 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 jack bauer gave me a hickey <laughs> so if you want to hear the rest of the story get communication breakdown yes. um it was too good of a story to not put on an album uh so i had to do it so uh you know if uh if he hears it and he's uh not he's not gonna remember that night anyway so yeah. i'm not really that worried about it didn't sound like he would so no. And then the, the, that Johnny Depp story was, was just great. I added something similar to that, not at a party. Um, but I was going in to cover a show, and I had a friend with me who'd never gone with me to cover a show. And he's like, you're not going to be able to take your camera. And I was like, no, no, I'll be fine. He's like, no, what do you mean? I was like, I've, I've got this photo pass. Like, Trust me, let's go. And we walked in, the security guard stand, jumps in front of me, say, you can't come in with that. You No, that's – I'm like, nope, photo pass. He's like, oh, Okay, go. Oh. I'm like, see, we're good. He's like, I don't know how you did that. So, um, it was great. And did you so, get to meet him? No, didn't get to meet him. Unfortunately, that was yeah. one of the shows I didn't have the interview. But uh, it was, it was, that just that story reminded me of that. Um, 
Yeah, well, he's he's not an easy guy to get to. But um, <laughs> once again, I want to document, you know, my pathetic attempt to try to meet him at a party. And at the same time, pretty much blow off the guys from Aerosmith, the greatest American rock band of all time. Be- because, you know, I decided to turn into a 13-year-old girl trying to get backstage at a One Direction concert <laughs> and meet Johnny Depp. We all have those bands or celebrities that, like, you can be as professional as you want, but the second you're, like, everybody has, a, like, just one or two. It's like, I don't know where I'm going to be, but it's going to happen, you know? Yeah, and Johnny's a rocker, you know? Uh, yeah. You know, he and when, when I finally did meet him, he was super cool. You know, he's friends with Manson, and Manson mm-hmm. tried to bring him to that metal show. Uh, on one of his, you know, crazy visits, um, but he never made it over. But he said he was—he knew the show well, and uh, he ended up being a super guy. So the the hours of, you know, plotting and planning to somehow meet him that night, you know, worked out well. At least he wasn't a jerk. Right, yeah, you always hope that those guys aren't going to be, and it's always good when they're not. Not many of them really are jerks. Most of them are pretty cool for the most part, I think. So, I, think if, he if, I think if he would have seen how we were scheming and, <laughs> And planning to get to him, he, uh, you know, he would have, yeah, he probably would have blew us off, but uh, no, it it was a good experience. But again, another story that I've wanted to tell on stage and, uh, you know, took a while to get get it down, but um, I'm super happy with it. So how do do you decide what shows you record for an album and what shows you don't? Well, what I usually do is I'll record, you know, the whole weekend of shows okay. wherever I decide. And, and so let's say I record like this album, I recorded four shows, but I want the album to be 95% one show, right. you know, and then you have the other ones just in case I forget a bit or maybe, you know, it's a, it's a little better delivery on another, you know, show. But but generally my albums are, are one show more or less with a couple of edits, you know, because there's a certain flow to comedy. And, and yeah. you know, you don't, even with technology, you can never replicate, you know, the rhythm of, of comedy or the sort of the rhythm of the crowd. Right. OK, that makes sense. I've always I've always wondered, you know, um, one thing I miss about that metal show is I lo- always looked forward to uh, the music news and seeing what your guys' opinions were on that um and i've got to ask today is today's there's a big news today with uh, apparently ivan moody's leaving five finger death punch have you heard anything about that if so what are your thoughts on that um this is breaking news to me so you're you're actually um oh. you're giving me music news so you're saying ivan has left five finger death punch that's what i'm hearing i guess he did a radio show yeah a radio interview yesterday in denver i guess maybe promoting the uh, the higher uh, higher elevation festival they're playing and he said that they've come to a crossroads and he is they're parting ways so, no. Well, my my opinion of it, if it's true, is uh, yeah. I mean, think it, I think it's public knowledge that they've, you know, there's been internal struggles with the band. As far as on a personal level, my experiences with him have a bit, all been super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had some real good hangs with the guy. Um, I I like all the guys in the band, but um, let me tell you something. That is one of the reasons I became a stand-up comic because. I was in bands in high school, and, and if you love, even if you love the people you're in a band with, it's still tough. You're still going to get on each other's nerves. Yep. You know, everybody's got their own little drama in their world that's happening, and that, that becomes part of the band, you know, and mm-hmm. you can't escape it. You know, for me, it's just like I don't have to lug any equipment. 
you know, I don't have to split the money four ways. I don't have to deal with other guys' drama. You know, I just put my 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 fart and penis jokes in my pocket, and I walk into a comedy club. Done. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't sure whether or not to believe it, and now Alt Press and Metal Injection and all of them are starting to report on it and all of that. So I'm, I'm, I'm guessing it's, you know, I, I guess I don't know, but uh. It, it could was, be fake news. This is the day and age of fake news. You never know. I mean, but I, I'm hoping it's not true. But I mean, who knows? Um, and I mean, in the metal world, I, we've had metal festivals and touring festivals so much in the last few years, but there's not as many. Warp Tour now, I feel like, is becoming the new Mayhem Festival. It's a lot heavier now. Hatebreed and Guar are on it. I mean, do you feel like we're better off without all of the traveling festivals every year, or do you think it's hurting us? Well, I think, like anything, you, you, you get to a saturation point, you know. And then what happens is, you know, only the strong survive. So, you know, I'm super psyched about Warp Tour for the first time in many, many years. It's cool that they decided to go heavy on this one. I mean, I think that tells, I think it tells you something that mm-hmm. they're trying to attract, you know, that crowd um, to come to their festival. Um, but America has a lot of great festivals. Yeah, yeah. Um, can we sustain? Can we sustain them all? You know, time will tell. But again, you know, the, the cream will always rise to the top. Um, I go to a lot of the festivals here, and I, I go to occasionally go to the ones in Europe, mm-hmm. and you know, I really enjoy them. Uh, but you know, you got to pick your spots too. I, I can't go to all of them. Right. Well, that's impossible now. I mean, it, it's virtually impossible to do all of them. Um, I'm excited for Guar on Warp Tour. I mean, a lot of those fans that are there for like Black Bell Brides or Of Mice and Men or Falling in Reverse. I'm excited to see them see Guar. That's just going to be great, I think. Yeah. They, they don't know what they're getting. They don't know what they're in for. It's going to be awesome. Um, yeah, well, they'll, 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 people will love them. And, you know, they're, they're, on, they're also a Metal Blade act. Yeah. Uh, so they're my label mates. And, um, great. you know, I, I've had, yeah, I've had, you know, several experiences with those guys. You know, I, I missed the late, great Dave Brocky. Um, yeah. Yeah, you know that the, the character odorous that he uh, mm-hmm. created was was so amazing. But I am glad to see the band continuing on Absolutely. because uh, they're just they're fantastic and they're very very funny. Oh yeah, it's there's no show like it. I mean, I I feel like we're starting to turn a corner with metal. I mean, Metallica has gone platinum this year. Um, they, I, I feel like it might be a sign of things to come within metal with with sales. I'm hoping and. Metallica and Bon Jovi both did something really interesting this year where they're holding contests for local openers, local bands to open for them. I mean, do you, do you feel like that's the way to go with putting eyes on, you know, the newer bands, the up and coming bands? I mean, it's it's harder now. Yeah, well, that's Metallica. You know, they've spent uh, the better part of probably the last 20 plus years easily you know, bringing young bands on the road with them and and, yeah. ex- and giving them great exposure. You know, look how big Volbeat is now. Yeah. You know, Volbeat is now an arena act on their own. 
you know, oh. who took him out for the first time, Metallica. Um, you know, Metallica took the sword out. Metallica t- took a Avenged Sevenfold out in the beginning. And all these bands are now, you know, they're headlining their own shows now. So, yeah, it's it's super important, but it's pretty much what I would expect from Metallica. You know, I, I mean, I did the first Metallica Orion Fest. You know, mm-hmm. they wanted comedians at the festival, so they hired me and Jim Florentine and Jim Brewer. So, and they handpick everybody. You know, they're very involved with everything that they do. You know, they're involved in the production. They're involved in the what acts are on the bill. Um, that's why they're a world-class band, man. Definitely. And speaking of, like, Orion Festival, yourself and Jim and Eddie do a lot of the festivals. Rock on the Range. You guys did, you did Monsters of Rock earlier this year, The Cruise. Do you prepare differently for those crowds than you do your comedy shows? The crowds, like you said earlier, they... They overlap a lot. Yeah, well, of course. I mean, when you're up in front of, um, you know, a rock crowd, it's much different. You really got to come out in attack mode. Um, You know, at a comedy club, people are seated. They're expecting a comedy show. You know, uh, they've had a reasonable amount of drinks. You know, you, (laughs) you go to a rock show and people are like, you know, standing up. They're screaming. They're yelling. They're chanting. Um... But, you know, it's just a little, you know, you just kind of have to, you know, amp it up a little bit more. And, uh, you know, you, you got to get right into it, man. You can't, you can't go out there and go, is anybody celebrating anything tonight? <laughs> it's not going to work. That's true. I remember I watched you set at Rock on the Range, I think it was two, about three or four years ago, I think. And I remember walking into the comedy tent at Rock on the Range. And I could have sworn I was on one of, like, the side stages. There, It was, like, people yelling and cheering. And I'm like... I might see the first ever comedy circle pit at this set. This is <laughs> insane. And it was one of the best comedy sets I've ever seen. So, I Oh, mean, well, thank you, man. Absolutely. Yeah. That's a, it's a, you know, it's cool that they actually do comedy, you know, they give it its own tent and, you know, yeah. so it's, it's a little more containable there. Um, <laughs> this year, well, I'm going to be back um, actually opening for stone sour at, um, the kickoff party Thursday oh, night, like nice. 2,200 people That's sold awesome. out. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm already, I'm already sweating, uh, <laughs> thinking about doing that one, but, uh, I, I think we're going to have a lot of fun. Uh, I think people know Corey Taylor has got yeah. a great sense of humor. So, uh, oh, yeah. I think it's going to be, a, I think it's going to be a good, uh, it's going to be a great show overall. And Jim Florentine's going to be with me as well. Nice. Well, you guys, uh, you guys did the roast with Corey at rock on the range in 14, which was, awesome i mean that that was crazy yeah. in itself i mean i don't feel like sebastian bach could take jokes that night it was rough. <laughs> <laughs> well he uh, yes i did get a, I, did, I he did throw a coffee at me i remember i remember that um, it was ridiculous but you know listen uh at least it, you know it was it, it was nice because it was a hazelnut so when i woke up the next morning uh, you know i already could smell the coffee and it, it kind of got me going again but uh yeah you know look the roasts aren't for everybody i I gotta say that that's for sure um well yeah rock on the range this year i'm hoping to be at that that's actually rock on the range is going to be my honeymoon this year so we're really looking forward to it so it's going to be great hopefully we can catch the kickoff show because she's never been to anything like this so i'm hoping that we are able to get to it so i um man don congrats thank you and thank you so much for taking time i wanted to tell you congratulations on the success of the record so early 
Um, I'm excited for you. The album, absolutely deserving. Kicks absolute ass. I can't stop laughing at this album. It's so good. So. <laughs> well, thank you, man. I, yeah, I think I hope it's an album. People, you know, again, especially with the stories. Um, it's, oh, yeah. it, hopefully, there there are things that people want to 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 listen to more than once. You know, because the comedy is very much like magic. It's like once you kind of know the secret, it, it takes a little of the mystique out of it. But uh, I at least want to leave some something with some personal stories, so it's not just, oh yeah, he told a bunch of funny jokes about having sex or you know <laughs> masturbating or whatever you know whatever I talk about on my albums. You know you've got to have some content in there for God's sakes. Definitely, there's something anybody can relate to on this on, in these jokes. Yeah, there's a, there's something for everybody. It's like yeah. it's like Walmart. You know the the the. the <laughs> The shelves are lined with jokes. Just, you know, pick one and, you know, there's, there's lots to choose from. There you go. That's awesome, man. Well, hopefully we'll see you at Rock on the Range. If not, good luck on the record. Good luck on the road. Congrats on everything. 